Working through the meeting at the Valley, good for Rail True, Mark Hunter, Harry White, Jamie Rogers with me. After nine o'clock, Ray Hickson will go through the meeting at Randwick in full. Lincoln Moore will give us some gawler tips with the, the Queensland Summer Carnival drawing to a close. Focus our attention on South Australia this morning. Harry White will be back to preview the meeting at Camperdown where it's Cup Day there. George Farouge has got plenty on his plate. We've got the, uh, the Paws of Thunder final and a couple of other Group 1s, Wentworth Park tonight, as well as uh, Greyhound Racing at the Meadows and Big Group 1 Racing at Ballarat. Craig Rail will guide us through that Ballarat Cup card at at, uh, at Ballarat tonight. Then at 10 o'clock, cracking the codes, Dan Malecki, Simone Fisher and Matt Stewart from King Island. It's a big weekend down there. Can't find a bed in King Island. I hope Matty Stewart's phone's working better than a couple of the trainers who were a little bit hard to, to contact earlier this morning. Might have been a big night at King Island. Hopefully Matty's on board for cracking the codes at 10 o'clock. Getting back to the meeting at the Valley. Race 7 on the cards. Over 1,200 metres. It's a benchmark 84. Only scratching's number 4. Picago. Jamie, what's the market telling us here? So we have another popular favourite here, Warren, and that's Dance to Dubai, and she's holding more than double anything else in this race. But we'll start with the one, Palmer currently at $41. The two Bill the Boxer at $4.20 is the second best backed runner in this race, but as I said, significantly less than the favourite. The three Watch Me Dance is at 26 Sacred Palace has had a little bit of a double at $8.50, but the eight Dance to Dubai is that favourite at $2.50. Stripped back at 11 has had a little bit of an interest, but where we've seen a support come through for a horse at odds is Hickok at $15. And then a little bit for 13, a Pre La Mer at $13. Mark, before we get your thoughts on this race, you, you haven't minded a, a trip with your mates over the years. Have you taken in King Island at any stage? No, no. Well, I want to see it on the, on the list there. Everyone's going there. It's, um, I, I did it. Was that the way place where a plane crashed on the way there. I think that turned me off. For, I think, is that where the golf course is down there at King Island? Or? There is a the golf course can't... there. I, I think they yeah, did the do tours for Barn Boogle and you, you take in King Island as well. Well, I think I remember that plane coming out of Essendon and crashing. I think that turned me off for a little while, that one. So, But I must get there one day. Back to the Valley, race seven, second leg of the quaddy over 1,200. How do you think they might run along here? Well, the three that go forward, Apre Lemur, Dance to Dubai and Fine Dane. So I'm hoping that Dance to Dubai is ridden exactly the same as it was last time in a positive fashion, come spearing out, take control of the race, get across April Lemur. And if that unfolds, then I think that Dance to Dubai will win again. It dominated the race last time. It was strong, can only be fitter for recent racing to beat number 13, April Lemur, who's consistent. We'll get down to the fence. It'll cross uh, Sacred Palace, get down to the fence. I think if it takes a sit behind the leader, it's got a great chance of running the place. Number 12, Fine Dane. Gets down to 52 and a half, Fine Dane. Will hammer forward and be in the first two or three settling and can run well. And then five, Sacred Palace. I think it's going to be a fence-dominated race and Sacred Palace can rail through and maybe run a place. Might just need one more run. I'll go 8, 13, 12 and 5. How are you playing this race, Harry? I'm more than happy to stick with uh, Dance to Dubai. Was that last start win? One with a bit in hand. Was it track and trip? Look, she does jump up a little bit and wait due to her efforts, but I think there's still improvement to come. Again, only being fourth up, and hopefully they just go forward again from the good draw and try to carbon copy last start. I tend to agree with the market as far as the main danger being Bill the Boxer. Ran well with weight first up. He is unbeaten second up um, and is just a horse who simply knows how to win and I like the booking of, of Blake Shin. Sacred Palace, I thought did enough first up. Will have derived good benefit from the, the run. I'm just a bit concerned about uh, where he is likely to get to from a mapping point of view from Barrier 1. Just might need 
luck at the right time. And if there's one at a price I was going to throw into wider exotics, I think it might be Conqueror who sparks my interest. He comes back from Hong Kong, has been jumping out well. Best form is over slightly further. Um, but I just thought maybe, you know, as a wider exotics hope could be could be included. And I still think Aprila Mur deserves a mention. Does come up in grade, but certainly likes racing at the valley and will be forward in the run and get every chance. But um, hopefully, yeah, it's a bit of deja vu with Dance to Dubai winning again. Eight, two, five, six. Yeah, Harry White's numbers. Second leg of the quaddy, eight, two, five, and six. Mark Hunter with eight, 13, 12, and five. Make it a clean sweep for Dance to Dubai. I love the way that Carlene Heffel owned the race last start, and I'd expect similar tactics here. And according to Peter Moody, she's in very similar form to go to the races and, and produce something similar to what she did last start. So eight for me. At a 10 strip back, oh, no, Lindsay Smith wasn't as forgiving, but I'm forgiving of that run down the straight last start. He just didn't get to, to switch off, change legs at any stage. He was terrific winning first up on Jericho Cup Day down at, at Warrnambool, and, and I just don't think we got a chance to see him get into the race. He'll be strong late here if Bo Mertens can hold as forward a spot as possible, perhaps midfield at, at best. I think he'll be strong late, as will his stablemate number five, Sacred Palace, who'll be fitter with that first up run. Ollie aboard, up to 1,200 metres, a positive, and Bill the Boxer's got that good second up record. He's got a good record in general. He'll strip fitter for that first up run and make his own luck somewhere near the speed. 8, 10, 5 and 2 for me. Race 7. Race 8's a benchmark 100, the highest rating race on the card at the Valley today, over 1,600 metres. Take out numbers 5 and 9. What's the, the market looking like here, Jamie? So, Warren, there's three horses in particular that's seen some support, but one of those that at a longer price is the one, an explosive jack at $31, has seen some support in particular at the $31, but the $6 place. Corner Pocket is one of the better-backed runners in this race, the two, currently at $5. Sosi Bond's also been really popular, the three, and is currently at $12, but the favourite... A Savannah Cloud at 390. Also, one of the better backed runners, the seven extension is at 10. Now, playoffs has been really well backed since we first went up on this market. It was $31 and it's just continuing to firm in, and that's purely off of support. But the best backed runner in this race is Pounding, the 11, currently at $4. And then the 12, Munamek at 550, hasn't really seen too much interest at this stage. Got one via playoffs from the SMS that I'll, I'll put to the boys shortly. But, Harry, first of all, how do you see this race setting up? Yeah, I think Corner Pocket has to utilise the inside draw and go forward. We know Savannah Cloud will be will be up there in the run somewhere. I thought Don't Doubt Dora could get into a nice enough spot. That's uh, sort of my knockout hope at odds play uh, in the quaddy. And then uh, Nerve Not Verve probably posted off them. But I think... Um, yeah, corner pocket has to utilise that inside draw and go forward. The horse I'm keen to be with is the, I suppose, relatively open race favourite pounding. The only query, I suppose, is the gap between runs. But Jamie Carstick's with him after that last start win. He goes around three kilos lighter due to the rising grade. Um, and from a mapping view, I thought it set it up quite nicely uh, for him. Obviously, very hard to knock Savannah Cloud, who seems as though he just can't lose of late. Um, picket fenced against his name. He'll be forward, as I touched on, probably park just off the leader and certainly get his chance. Thought corner pocket might be vulnerable at the back end uh, of the mile, especially with some pressure up front by some of those other runners, but uh, still racing well enough and, and deservedly in, in the market. And as I touched on, don't doubt Dory. I thought it's jumped out quite well. Has a pretty solid first up record, three from five, I think, and presents as a bit of value. Um, and obviously, look, I think Sosibon deserves a mention. There's plenty to like about that last start win um, over Detonator Jack. Can he do it again? I'm not sure, but he does 
uh, certainly deserve a mention. But it certainly uh, looks like a day for uh, Moody at Mooney Valley, uh, pounding on top for me, 11, 6, 2 and 10. How did you assess playoffs, Jerry, via the SMS? Is uh, thinking about including playoffs coming back from Darwin and one off the bucket list for Cole McKenna and the team to win a Darwin Cup with with the Mars stable. What's your assessment of playoffs, Harry? Uh, look, I thought the obviously the the Darwin assault two uh, two wins two starts there for two wins was very good, proven at the Valley. I just thought that um, you know a jump out was certainly good enough as is his first up record, but. I think that he just might need the run. I, again, wouldn't talk you out of chucking him into the quaddy. Uh, Matty Cartwright riding very, very well. Playoffs actually maps to get across from a wider draw and sort of park midfield, one off the fence. So certainly should get his chance. But um, I was happy to risk. But if you wanted to chuck him in your quaddy, I wouldn't talk you out of it. Yeah, I'm thinking with the, the blinkers off, it might be a building run for, for playoffs. Mark, how are you assessing this race? I think pounding is an each-way certainty. Warren, I think the way the race shapes up, uh, corner pocket goes forward from one, pounding drops down on its back from two, gets the absolute run of the race. It's strong at the mile. We heard Peter Moody say that break between runs is not an issue. It will just get every possible chance, and with 53 kilos, will come off their back, and I think will win to beat number 12, Mutamek, who chased well last time. I think down on 53 kilos is the big key here. It's got a good hope. Two corner pocket. The run of the mile was in good company and certainly wasn't, I wouldn't say it was weak late, so I'll give it a chance at the trip. And then six Savannah Cloud, who's absolutely flying. If Corner Pocket leads, as Lindsay said, then Savannah Cloud's going to have to sit outside Corner Pocket and be too strong at the mile. And despite how well it's going, I'm not sure it can do that. I think 11 is an each way special, 11, 12, 2 and 6. How are you assessing playoffs here? Uh, I think it would need to run on with you. The blinker's off you'd think playoffs would be getting ready for races. I don't know if they keep it up for the Warnable Cup, but um, they'll keep it up for races over a bit longer, further down the track. And from that gate, it's going to get a long way back. And I don't think the back marker can come from last and win this race. Mark Hunter's numbers, race 8, 11, 12, 2 and 6. Harry White with 11, 6, 2 and 10. I've switched Mark's exactor around. Uh, Munamek, arguably a touch unlucky turn into the home straight last start. You can tie a fair bit of this form together through Detonator Jack, Munamek, Pounding, Sosie Bond, tie that form together. I'm going with 12 ahead of 11, Pounding, who was well-ridden, scored well, gets a similar run, I think somewhere near the speed here. Two, corner pocket, don't think he's badly treated here in a benchmark 100 coming off a stakes win after the claim for Tommy Stockdale. And six, Savannah Cloud couldn't be going in any better form. Consistent will make his own luck. 12, 11, 2 and 6 for me. And the second last brings us to the last. It's over 1,600 metres. A benchmark 70. Take out numbers 2, 9 and 14. Jamie, also the bottom emergency number 19. How's the market shape up here? Well, Warren, we end the day with a popular favourite, and that's Hennessy Lad, currently at $4.20, and he's holding close to double anything else in this race. But then there's two other runners that have seen some support, but I'll go up to the top here. The five, I'm a Shelby at $12, has had a bit of interest at that price. Same with the six, Regal Asmon at $14. But the eight, Shockamova, is the second best-backed runner in this race. Significantly less than the favourite, but the support is coming through. And also for 13 3 and 4 pence at $8. Holding similar amount to shock them over, but we have a very popular favourite, Warren, to end the day at $4.20. 
I think an even finish. I'm going to go wide in the last two legs of the quaddy in particular after going skinny enough early. Tempo here. I thought I'm a Shelby Caesar. Don't have to be too far away. Comanche Brave out wider might roll along down the Dean Street side and try and find a spot. And Hennessy Lad doesn't have to be too far away from, from a nice draw just to be able to tuck in somewhere just behind the speed. So I think it'll be at least an even tempo. I think Hennessy Lad's got a terrific chance here. Three-year-old taking on the older horses from a good draw. Racing well. 15 for me. Had a seven-year-old dandy who will need some luck from that inside draw, but he's going well. Up to 1,600 metres should suit. 13, 3 and 4 pence. Just didn't get a crack at them last start. Jamie Carr from a nice draw. Could be a good scenario. Just might not have got a lot of fitness improvement out of that run last start, but you think would at least strip fitter to some extent. The 5, I'm a Shelmy, fit and consistent. Goes in the quaddy, but I'm not stopping my quaddy numbers there. Put them in 15, 7, 13 and 5 in the last mark. How are you coming home? I think it's either Hennessy Ladder, I'm not sure. I'll be going wide in the quaddy. I think Hennessy Lad has had the two runs back from the spell, had the big weight last time and chased well. You would think he crosses Eurodandy, gets down to the rail, then just takes block behind them. So it's going to get a very economical run to beat number seven, Eurodandy, who I don't think will get that far back, not with Blake Shin riding from gate one, may even hold the back of Hennessy Lad and be midfield somewhere and will run well. A five on the Shelby is racing consistently, will push forward on the speed. And then eight, chock him over. He maybe settles last in the run, but a promising horse, if you can run on, it's trial terrific. I'm sure it's going to be hitting the line. So 15 to 1 to beat, but going wide, 15, 7, 5 and 8. Yeah, shock him over certainly goes in, in my quaddy. How are you seeing the last, Harry? Yeah, look, tricky race, but I am quite keen on one uh, at a nice enough price. Bit of values, three and four pence resumed here. You touched on, got shuffled back into a horrible spot in running. Went to the line basically untested, was still only beaten two lengths. Who knows where he could have finished with even luck. We know he always improves second up. I think his best efforts are above the grade. And he's got tactical versatility. So I'm hoping there's intent from Jamie Carr to utilise that low draw and boot up and be somewhere behind the speed, not get back and buried uh, a mile back in the run. And I think uh, $8 to win, $2.80 to place is a, is a good each-way bet. To beat Hennessy Lad, covered ground, uh, but was solid last time. Maps very well. The mile will suit deservedly at the top end of the market. Uh, I do think Shockamova, as Mark said, is a horse with real upside. Two from two last prep has jumped out well, kicking straight off over this trip. Uh, and I, Michelle, is racing well. And uh, even teaser number 12 uh, coming off a last start win, I thought, look to hope too. I am casting my net wider in the quaddy with horses like Euro Dandy. But um, each way play for me, 13 to beat 15, uh, 8 and 5. That's how Harry White's bringing us home. Mark Hunter's numbers 15, 7, 5 and 8. My numbers in the last 15, 7, 13 and 5. Best back runners around the country. Jamie, particularly any activity in this last hour or so? So, Warren, the best-backed runner of the entire country comes out of Randwick. Race 5, number 5, Passagiata. She's looking for a hat-trick, and she was the best-backed runner in the country last time she raced. Also coming out of Randwick, race 1, number 1, Coincide, currently at $3.40. And if you wanted to have a bet in the Carrington Stakes there, the money's coming through for looks like Elvis. And then in Doombin, race two, number two, Zarina Sophia at $1.80. And at the Valley, it's still those two that I mentioned at the start of the show. Race four, number six, Shuffle Dancer. And race six, number two, Ice Picnic. Between those two, they're holding the exact same amount of money. And it's coming through quite evenly for those two runners this morning. What are you most looking forward to today, oh. Jamie? Warren, I'm telling you now, if Unflinching and Dance to Dubai can both get the job done today, I will be a very happy lady. Best of luck today, Jamie. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks so much. Everyone have a good day.
Time for a break and RSN 927. We'll be back with the team's best bets and quaddy plays for the Valley.